Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Indiana Bible College Chapel Podcast, where, again, sadly, we're not posting any chapel services. But that's coming out in just a couple of weeks. As students come back onto campus, we will be publishing more services, student and staff chapel services as well. Make sure you catch us live on Facebook every Tuesday and Thursday. We go live for worship service during the, uh, during chapel. So that's something that you're going to want to check out. Give that a share. Give it a like. You can find us there, IBC Promo, uh, on Facebook. But today I want to continue with the interview series that we're doing. Uh, we've got Brother Bobby Kilman with us live at the Indiana Bible College booth at North American Youth Congress. So let's check it out. All right, this is Chris Anderson here, live from the Indiana Bible College booth at North American Youth Congress 2017. We've got with me Brother Bobby Kilman, Dean of Biblical Studies here at the college, and I wanted to bend his ear for a minute and ask him a question, give him a few minutes to talk to us. Brother Kilman, thanks for coming on. Thank you so much, Brother Anderson. It's always great to work with you. Appreciate all your hard work for the college, and man, what an exciting time to be at NAYC. Absolutely, 33,000 young people. It's a good time. So here's my question, Brother Kilman, for you. What sets, in your opinion, Indiana Bible College apart from other institutions, educational institutions, both secular and religious, or you know, a Christian college uh, in my hometown versus coming 1,200 miles to Indiana Bible College away from friends and family? Uh, sure, that's a that's a great question. Uh, well, particularly what we do at Indiana Bible College is uh, train uh, apostolic uh, ministers. That's what we're about. Our focus is uh, to train leaders and ministers uh, to uh, reach this generation with the message uh, of the gospel. And w- what that entails then is making sure at the college that we have apostolic experts who have demonstrated a life of successful ministry and a commitment to strong apostolic doctrine. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, that sets it apart uh, from all the rest of the nominal world, uh, for sure. Secular education is uh, in its own throes right now. So uh, we've even had some young people come to IBC. Uh, I was talking to a, a pastor of a young lady that was graduating. Uh, that Even if they go into secular education, some of them are talking now about coming to IBC, using IBC's degree to go into master's program wow. to be trained. Uh, instead so, of entering directly in the field of their... Uh, what is what does IBC offer in way of a college graduate? What what benefit is there uh, for coming? What programs do we have? That's a great question. What, what future things uh, open up for an IBC graduate? There's three programs that we utilize at IBC. Uh, biblical studies, uh, and missiology, and worship studies that tackle the math alphabetically. Biblical studies is uh, has a myriad of uh, minors underneath it, and what we do is we train uh, pastors and youth leaders and religious educators and uh, and bluntly uh, anyone that has a call to ministry, pulpit ministry, and uh, that's been shown to be true. They go on to leave IBC and become uh, pastors, uh, youth presidents. Uh, uh, Brother Mooney was at uh, the GYD, and Brother Michael Enzi, our uh, national youth president, great guy. Uh, had Brother Mooney speak, and, and when he came in, 
uh, he asked at the end of it, how, how many of you went to IBC? And about half the GYD stood up, which is a great testimony to the training of Indiana Bible College under the leadership of Brother Mooney and our executive vice president, Brother Rodenbush. Uh, and working with them is a, an incredible uh, thing. And then the second part is uh, the missiology program. And about half the um, aimers right now, about applying, people applying for AIM, and about half the appointees uh, right now are... Yeah, about about our IBC. I don't actually realized that I knew that I didn't realize that that was the number. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to R.K. Rodenbush, and he mentioned that that particular uh, thing. It's interesting to have him here. I mean, he opened forty-two countries, planted two hundred fifty-some churches, uh, invented the apostolic experts. That's right, and that's what sets it apart. And it really, if you have a call to missions, whether global or North American, you're going to be hard pressed to find somebody. Uh, that has more impact in the apostolic movement, the UPC in particular, but the apostolic movement in general, uh, than R.K. Rodenbush and his wife Evangeline. I would agree with that. And if you've not gotten their book, They Said Yes. Yes. We've got it here at the IBC booth, but <laughs> I think we could maybe get you a copy. That's right. Incredible read. I must confess, I wept after every single chapter. Right. Incredible, right? I had to take it one chapter a day because I was crying. A living legend, right? Absolutely. And, and, he, and he would probably be a little aggravated as we're promoting it so heavily. <laughs> he but, might be. <laughs> but, you know, living legends that have done apostolic ministry successfully, and they're, they're helping us now at IBC to train young people. Uh, in the next 10 years or so, the turnover just because of age... Uh, in global missions is going to be particularly uh, stressful in terms of needing trained people that have answered the call, said yes, and, and walk into it like the road bushes. And so uh, IBC is particularly focused on that, and that's an incredible program. So a student has an opportunity for biblical studies, mm-hmm. missiology, and what's the last one? The last one is worship studies, and that's uh, directed by Dr. Lyndall Anderson. And it goes without saying his impact, uh, not just in our organization, but literally worldwide, the influence of uh, Indiana Bible College ministry is felt. The training you get, uh, Brother Anderson will uh, make you an apostolic expert. If you have a call to ministry and you want to be particularly involved in that, uh, th- th- in my opinion, you're just going to be hard-pressed to find someone to better train you. You know, the stats don't lie to that either because yeah. I-, I work with the communications and media, which is one of those minors, by the way. That's Shameless right. plug. That's right. Uh, but... <laughs> Looking at YouTube, Facebook, our online stats, the number two interacted country is the Philippines. And there are a lot of other things, a lot of other countries, regions, I had no idea were impacted by the preaching, yes. the the going to and the reaching, yes. and then, of course, the music Absolutely. as well. And IBC Live uh, and uh, the things that they do in terms of promoting those music. And, the, and Brother Henderson, you've worked hard at making that happen but to see to see that influence go literally around the world means a worldwide, worldwide. ministry worldwide absolutely let's take a quick break in america renewal conference is coming up september 7 and september 8 you're going to want to mark these dates down and check out uh, this conference because i'm telling you the lineup of speakers is just great brother mooney Brother Gaddy, Brother Chargois, Brother Duncan, Rima Duncan, Brother Jerry Jones. Those five men are going to be ministering in their strength, and it's just going to be a phenomenal time, September 7th and September 8th. If you're in the Midwest region, make the drive to Indianapolis. Uh, It's going to be there at Calvary Tabernacle. The music is going to be done by Indiana Bible College. 
So make sure you mark those dates down again, September 7th and September 8th, 2017, Indianapolis, Indiana. Can't wait to see you there. All right, welcome back to the podcast here live at North American Youth Congress. We're with Brother Bobby Kilman. We've talked a little bit about what IBC has to offer, uh, but I've got a burning question that I, as the promotions director, I'm asked often and usually early in the conversation. It's, it's the accreditation question. So what is IBC doing, not doing, what does that mean for a student coming in uh, based on your answer? Yeah, well, I appreciate that question. There's a, a lot of uh, energy around this particular question. There's really three ways that you can deal with that issue as an education uh, institute, uh, as a college or other. Uh, and what that means is, is you can go kind of the liberal arts model, which uh, really restricts who you can have. Uh, so, for instance, we were talking about earlier R.K. Rodenbush or Paul Mooney sure. or... You can have them in, experts. yeah, apostolic experts. You can have them in to lecture, but they couldn't head your department and cast the vision. And so, uh, someone like R.K. Rodenbush, who's uh, the denominal world, is really trying to copy what the United Pentecostal Church has done in the foreign missions program, or the global missions program now. And uh, and literally, we couldn't have R.K. Rodenbush wow. head that department because he didn't spend you know twelve years or so getting a degree from another institution. Huh. Instead, he was out in the field doing the work of apostolic ministry and is the a living expert in terms of uh, many of those things. So uh, IBC has chosen not to go that way. Uh, the cost will go up. It entails all sorts of other things that you have to really pass on to the student at some point. So it helps drive the student yeah. tuition down. Yeah. And okay. so and, and the wonderful people at Calvary Tabernacle help us with that to keep tuition low. Okay. Uh, the second way that you can do that is to um, become accredited through... Uh, as a Bible college, the problem with that is they require a Trinitarian affirmation of faith. And IBC has never sought that, and uh, none of our Bible colleges that I'm aware have ever sought to go that route. Should they change that uh, affirmation, that might be a venue that would open up to us because we could keep our experts, keep our curriculum the way we want it to be, keep and it yeah, and keep it thoroughly, right. thoroughly apostolic. Uh, and then the third way, which is the, probably the best way, and it's the way that IBC has done it is to produce uh, savvy students and develop relationships uh, by sending out students that are so strong academically that they not only survive at other institutions, they thrive. Okay. And so we have many students that are going straight into master's programs. Actually, our average at IBC is higher than the national average of undergraduate schools uh, going into graduate studies. Per capita? Per capita. Oh, okay. So we have more students per capita going into graduate level than, say, we're right down the road from University of Indianapolis as undergrad. Wow. Wow. And so uh, our, we actually have people soliciting. We got an email over the summer. Brother Gallion, our campus pastor, forwarded it to me as the uh, academic dean wearing two hats. Uh, and it was someone soliciting uh, from a Baptist university uh, in uh, down south to say, hey, how can we start working with your students? Wow. So you're suggesting that our students are our accreditation, looking at what the graduates have done. So, well, Brother Kilman, thank you so much for your time. I'm going to let you get out there and talk to some prospective students and some alumni, and they're all over the place. Hey, and we'd love for you to come to Indiana Bible College as well. So look forward to seeing you. God bless. We really want to expand the podcast, and that's where you come in. 
the listener. What do you want to hear from the Indiana Bible College podcast? So what I would like for you to do is take a little bit, jot some of those ideas down, and shoot them to us in an email. You can email podcast at gotoibc.com. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at G-O, the number two, not T-O, the number two, ibc.com. We look forward to hearing from you, and God bless.